Today's daf is Ksubis daf Yudalid, and we are about ten lines from the top of daf Yud Gimel Amid Beis Meisve. So the Gemara is going back on the last mission daf Yud Gimel Amid Aleph that mentioned a machloikis Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Liazar on the one side, and Rabbi Shua on the other side. Regarding two cases, the cases the Mishnah discussed was one Ruwa midaberes im echad. A woman was midaberes im echad, a non-married woman. Rashi says, Machlikis amayram. What midaberes means? Either nistera, so that we suspect that perhaps there was a bia, or Rav Asi said nivalon mamish. The Gemara is going to go back into that machlikis amayram. Either way, she was doing something with someone that makes us suspect that perhaps there was a bia, but we don't know who this person is. We asked him, Atiba and he said, Ish he's an Adam Kasher. And the discussion here is whether or not we suspect that maybe this person is not an Adam Kasher, but rather an Adam Puzzle, so that if she was Nivala to an Adam Puzzle, perhaps she would be constituted a Zoyna, so that later, if she wanted to marry a Kayan, she would not be allowed to marry a Kayan. And the discussion in the Mishnah was whether we believe her that the person she was Nivala to was an Adam Kasher, or not. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Leza said, Nemenes, Rabbi Yeshua said, We don't trust her, Ella, Harezu, Becheskes, we're concerned that maybe she was Nivala to a Nasan or a Mamzer. The mission then mentioned a very similar case where not only was she Midaberes at Mechad, but she was actually Mi'uberes. There's a single woman that suddenly is Mi'uberes. And the question is, who's the father of this child? She says he's an Adam Kasher. We suspect that maybe not. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Liaz, is saying a menace. Rabbi Yeshua said, Lay me pio anu chayin, ela rezu becheskas mu'uberes on Nasan or a Mamzer. Ad shetavi raya lidvarel. It's mashma just from learning the Mishnayis and certainly the Gemara here in Masech Ksubis, that this Mishnah was going behemshach to the two previous Mishnayis that we had here in the Perik, where we had a similar machloikis between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua, whether or not we believe her or do not believe her. Those Mishnayis that were discussing not a single woman who was nivala to someone, but rather a married woman, Reuven gets married and at the night of the chasana he finds a Pesach Pesuach or he finds that she has no Dam Sulem. So clearly something had happened. He thought she was a Pesulah and she wasn't. He comes to Bezdin and in the first Mishnah she said it's true, Pesach Pesuach, but Nasti. so it shouldn't impact my Ksuba. In the second Mishnah she says Mokaseitzani. Again it shouldn't impact the Ksuba. So Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Leezer both said, Amen as we believe her. Rabbi Shua said, we don't believe her. It would seem that this Mishnah right here is going behind to those two Mishnayas, where again we have a machloikis, whether Nemenes we believe the woman, or we do not believe the woman. That's definitely the Pashtas here in the first parak in Masechtas Tzubas. However, the Achreinim speak out, Rabbi Chonon and Kavit and it's really an obvious question that this last Mishnah is a much bigger Chiddush than the previous Mishnayas. Because as we learned the Gemara in Daf Yud Beis Amid Beis, and as we'll see in today's Daf, Pashib Pshad, in why Rabbi Gamliel says we believe the woman to say Mishir Rastani Nanasti, or to say Mokaseitzani is because she's saying Bari to the husband Shema. The Shema has no idea what, the husband has no idea what happened. She says Bari that this is what happened. And there's a cloud, there's at least Manda Amar and Shas that holds Bari Vashema Bari Adif. So asks Rabbi Chanan, Bishloimo, we were discussing Ksuba. It's a question of monetary law. It's a question of Ksuba. So there, there's a discussion of Bari Vashema Bari Adif, Bari Vashema Lav Bari Adif, and that's the Machlikis Tanoim in our Mishnah. Gemara said it's not the conventional case because here there's a chazaka, there's a migu, but at least the basis of the machloikis tanoim in the first two mishnayos are bari v'shem bari But the third mishnah has nothing to do with ksuba. The third mishnah is a discussion of whether or not this woman is a zayna as a result of the beer that she had or not. If she was nivelot to a kasher, she doesn't become a zayna. So later, if they read her shidduch to a kohen, she can marry the kohen. If she was nivelot to a apostle, she won't be able to marry the kohen. But it has nothing to do with dinei mominus. If it has nothing to do with dinei mominus. What does it have to do with the sugya of Bari Vashema, Bari Adif? You would think that Bari Vashema, Bari Adif is a sugya in Cheshav Mishpat. It's a sugya in Dine Mominus. The first two Mishnayas are discussing Dine Mominus. We're discussing the Ksuba, but this last Mishnah that's discussing a Shail of Isr Veheter, what does Bari Vashema have to do with the sugya of Isr Veheter? That's Rabbi Khanan's Kasha, and that's definitely one of the big Kashas here on Dafyu Gimel and Dafyu Dalit and Mesechtis Ksubas. Another big Kasha that emerges from this sugya is that as we'll see in the Gemara, there's going to be some ambiguity as to why really Rabbi Gamliel says Nemenes. On 
the one hand, it would seem, like we just mentioned, that it has to do with Bari Veshema Bari Adif. But as we'll see in the Gemara, and the Gemara is explicit on the bottom of Dafid Gimel Amadez, that Rabbi Gamliel says that the reason we believe the woman is because she has a Chazaka. The Chazaka is that she was never to a Kasha, because if she was never to a Pasha, she herself will be Pasha. Which would go connected the Chazaka, that as far as we know, she's a regular Bas Yisrael that's allowed to marry anybody that she wants. If we assume that she was Nivala to Apostle, we're changing her status quo, which is changing her Chazaka. So to the extent that we have a suffix, whether she was Nivala to a Kasher, or whether she was Nivala to Apostle, there's a Chazaka that says that she was Nivala to a Kasher. And that's an integral part of why Rabbi Gamliel says Nemenis. Rabbi Gamliel says we believe her because the Chazaka, that she's a Kshera, supports her story that she was Nivala to a Kasher. So on the one hand, from the Sugya, it would seem that the reason she's Nemenis is because she has a Tainas Bari, and there's a concept of Bari Veshem Bari Adif. On the other hand, it would seem from the Sugya that the reason that she's Nemenis is because she has a Chazaka that's supporting what she's saying. So which one is it? Is it Tainas Bari, or is it Chazaka? Say the acronym, it's both. Somehow, Rabbi Gamliel says we combine her Tainas Bari with the fact that there's a Chazaka, and the two fuse together to give her an Amonis. And she's Nemenis because of two reasons. Number one, Bari. Number two, Chazaka. What the Londons spend a lot of time trying to understand is how exactly those two things work together. These would see to be two independent Koyachatainas. There's a Koyachatain of Bori, there's a Halacha of Chazaka. Each one would seem to be insufficient in the Sugya, but when the two come together, she's believed. But the bottom line is, we believe her. Why? Because there are two things supporting her. Number one, she's Bori to our Shema, and number two, she also has a Chazaka that says that she was Kasher, so she's probably still Kasher. If she was Nivola to Apostle, she would be Apostle. So her Chazaka, that she's a Kshera, suggests that she must have been Nivala to Akasha. One other thing we need as an introduction, and that is, Toysvis in Yevomist, Afsamaches Aleph, asks another obvious question in the Sugya. And that is, to the extent that we have a Chazaka, why do we have to come on to Bari, the other way around? Why do we need a Bari here if she's a Chazaka? Ordinarily, when we have a Suffolk, there's a Halacha, Chazaka's Machrias, it's a Gemara in Chul, and Dafi Beis Amadeis, we learn it out from the Beis Amenuga. We spoke that out in the Akdom at the Daftas. There's a Halacha of Chazaka, whether it's Chazaka's Agov, Chazaka the Mikara, Chazaka the Hashta, Chazaka's Momin, Chazaka works. And Chazaka works even if the person that's going to be relying on the Chazaka is not saying Bari, even if that person is also Mesopic, has no idea what's going on. Everyone's a Shema. The Halacha is, we Still use Chazaka. So, Frek Toysvis in Yevamis, Taf Samaches Amad Aleph, that why does Rabbi Gamliel need her to be a Bari in order for her to be an Amenes? Forget her Bari. Let's say she too has no idea what happened. But there's a Chazaka that says she was a Kshera, so the Chazaka should say that she's still Kasher, so that must be she was Nivala to a Kasher. And Toysvis says it's a great Kasher, and the Teretz is based on something that the Gemara said on the bottom of the Gemara and Aleph, and that is Mala Asu Beyuchsin. That being that we're discussing over here, Psulei Kahuna, when it comes to Psulei Kahuna, the Chachamim were more Machmer. So the Shaila is whether or not this woman was Nivala to Apostle so that she's a Zoyna, so that she's also to a Kayin, or maybe she's not a Zoyna, maybe she's Mutter to a Kayin. It's a Shaila, is she Apostle Lakuna, not Apostle Lakuna, when it comes to Psulei Kahuna, we're more Machmer. So whereas ordinarily we'd rely on a Chazaka to say that this woman is Kasher Lakuna, but not when it comes to Psulei Kahuna. When it comes to Psulei Kahuna, we don't rely on a Chazaka. The only reason, even Rabbi Gamliel says in the Mishnah in a menace is because it's a Chazaka and she's saying Barili that I was Nivala to a kosher. But if she wouldn't be Barili and all you would have is the Chazaka, although ordinarily Chazaka works, over here it wouldn't work because Malo also be Yuchsin. in the Sugis here, Masech Tzuba says that's Pshan Rabbi Shua as well. Rabbi Shua says we don't believe her, although there's a Bari and a Chazaka. Still, Loimi Pia Anuchayan says Toysvis, why? Again, because Malo also be Yuchsin. So just one thought to keep in mind is we're going to learn in Sugi now that has to do with a lot of sugis ashas, sveikis and chazakis and roivs, and the Gemara is going to throw sex sveikis in later. So we're going to get into a lot of the daftes sugis right here on dafyu gimel and dafyu dalit. Just one thing to be reminded that it could be this sugi really does not relate that much to kolatayr kula, because here we're discussing psulei kahuna, and like Toysa speaks out, both in Rabbi Gamliel and in Rabbi Yeshua, 
they said what they said because of Malo Asu B'yuchsen. So Malo Asu B'yuchsen, the fact that this is a unique sugya regarding Sulei Kahuna, it impacts the halachas in the sugya, so that it's not necessarily a tzushtel to other sugyas in Shas. So we pick it up about ten lines from the top of Dafir Gimel Amid Beis, where again, the first case of the Mishnah was, where Ro'ua Midaberes Emechot, that she was Midaberes Emechot. And the Shaila was, what does Midaberes mean? The second case of the Mishnah is very clear. She was Mubaris. So she was Mubaris. Obviously, she was Nivala. And the question is, was she Nivala to a Kasher or was she Nivala to a Apostle? It was the first case of the Mishnah that was unclear because the Mishnah just says Midaberes. So just from talking to somebody, that would already be enough for us to suspect that maybe there was a beer. So we saw it was Machlikis and what Midaberes means. The Iri said Nistera, Ramasi said Nivala. Of course, Ravasi's Pshat's a little bit more of a Chiddush because according to Ravasi, both cases in the Mishnah are discussing a case where she was Nivala. In the first, the Rasha of the Mishnah, she was Midaberes, she was Nivala. And in the safe of the Mishnah, she was Mi'uberes. So clearly she was Nivala. According to Ziiri, it's a little better. The Rasha's talking where she was only Nistera. It's only a Chash that maybe there was a Bia. The safe is talking about where there was a real life Bia. So either way, that's where the Gemara picks it up. Mesves. Do Eidasho, Ishak Sheirala. So the Gemara asks Akasha from a Tesefta that elaborates on this Machloikis. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua says the Tesefta. Zu Eidos Sho Ishak The following is Eidos that a woman is believed to say. Rabbi Yeshua Eimer Einon Amenes. Rabbi Yeshua says she's not believed. What's the Zu Eidos Sho Ishon Amenes? So Rashi says, but Koshin Evalti. It's going back on this discussion in this Mishnah where she was nivelot to somebody. We're not sure if she was nivelot to a Kosher apostle. So Rabbi Gamliel says she is believed to say Eidos. Zu Eidos Sho Ishak Law. Incidentally, where else is a woman believed to say Eidos? Eidos Isha, the sugis that we had at the end of Mesachtas Yavamas. But this is another example. Rabbi Shua says, It's the same Rabbi Shua in our Mishnah that said, She's not believed to say, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua tells them, who's them, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Liazar, who says that she is Nemenis to say Lakashan Avalti. Are you Moidim in the following case? Bishvuya, a Jewish girl that was captured and there are Edom that say she was and she says that although I was Nishbez I'm still Tahira a Shvuya was always considered by Chazal to be Becheskes Be'ula because when cap- when people would take a woman captured Captive, usually they would be monitor. So she became becheskas beula. So what happens? Uh, she was captured, and there are Adam that says she was nishbez, but she also says tahirani. We don't know whether she was nivala or not. She in a medicine. The law is that she's not believed. So just like she's not believed over there, Rabbi Yeshua argues she shouldn't be believed in this case either. Amalei said they told him avol. It's true that what you said is accurate, that a shvuya shenishpeis is not believed to say tahirani. So the, he asked back, so if she's not believed to say tahirani there, why is she believed over here? So he responded, no, there's a very obvious difference. There, there are that she was captured. Over here, we have no Adam that she was nivala. Amalehem said, he told him back, Rabbi Yishua, no, here there are Adam that she was nivala. Shari Kresa ben Shinel, because she's pregnant. So if she's pregnant, obviously there was a bia. so obviously she was nivala. So there are Adam so they told him back. So he told them, So the Gemara says, my Those last few lines were a little bit unclear. That's why we didn't touch them. So Rabbi Yeshua asks the Gemara, what exactly is the shock of Ataya? So the Gemara explains, So Rabbi Gamliel told Rabbi Yeshua, you have a good argument from Shvuyash and Nishbeis that you see that she's not believed to say Torah so, so too, if she's Me'uberes, where we know for sure that there was a Bia, that she shouldn't believe, she shouldn't be believed to say, Lukashen of Alti, but Matashivenu Allah Medaberes but the case of Medaberes, that we don't have Adam she was Nivala, so if we don't have Adam that she was Nivala, why is she not believed over there? Amalehem, to that Rabbi Shur responded Medaberes, Hainu Shvuya no, I think Medaberes is like Shvuya because by Shvuya, even though we have Adam that she was Nishpeis, but we don't have Edom that she was actually Nivala, so that's similar to Medaberis, where we have Edom that she was Nistera, but we don't have Edom that there was a Bia. So Amrulai, so Gamliel told him back, but it's still not a Taina, because Shani Shvuya, the Rav Evdei Chavim, puts him by Rayasim. It could be the reason she's not believed to say Tairani is because although we don't have Adam for sure that she was Nivala, but there's an Umdana that she was Nivala, and there's also a Raiv that says that if she was Nivala, she was Nivala to a guy. But over here, a regular 
Bas Yisrael, that's Meuberes, and she lives in a city where it's Roiv Yisrael, there's no reason for us to assume necessarily, based on Roiv, that she was Nivala to a guy. To the contrary, Roiv should say she was Nivala to a Yisrael. Amalem, so he told him, Hanami, Kivan de Istater, Petropis la So that he responded, that no, once there's a stira, Eina Petropis la Raiz. But Ketonim, so what do we see? Bottom line, what do we need to take out of this Bryce? So we need one piece. Ketoni, that tarti. Ketoni miyos tarti, midaberes, umuberes. Tufta duravasi, tufta. From the shakla v'tayya that Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Gamliel have in this b'risa, we see that only Meuberes was discussing a case where she was actually nivolo. But the case of midaberes, we don't know that she was nivolo. All we know is that she was nistero. We don't know that she was nivolo, which was what Ziiri said Pshara the Mishnah is. Right? That was the beginning of the Gemara. My midaberes. Ziiri said nistero. It was Ravasi that said nivolo. It was unclear from the Mishnah itself what midaberes meant. But just from the shakla v'tayya, from the conversation that Rabbi Gamur and Rabbi Yeshua had in this Raisa, it's clear that only this case of Ru'u Me'uberes do we know that there was a Bia. But in the case of Ru'u Me'uberes, we don't know there was a Bia, and that's what the Gemara says, Tiyufta de Rav Asi Tiyufta. Now the Gemara asks, on Rabbi Yeshua, How could Rabbi Yeshua bring a Raya from Shuyash in Nishbeis that she's not believed to say Tairani? Maybe she's not believed to say Tairani over there, because there's a Raya that says that if she was Nivala, she was Nivala to a non-Jew. But in in our Mishnah, the Rav, to the contrary, the Rav maybe is discussing Rav Ksherim. Says the Gemara Masayela, Rabbi Shulman Levi, that would be a riot, Rabbi Shulman Levi. Meaning, Rabbi Shulman's argument in Tesefta is a riot to something that Rabbi Shulman Levi said in our Mishnah. Dom Rabbi Shulman Levi, the Divriya Machsher, Machsher, Philip Rabbi Sulem. The one Gamliel said that she's a menace to say Lakashin of Alti, it's even if there was a Rav Sulem, even Kenegad or Rav, she's believed. On the Divriya Poisel, Poisel, I feel of Rav Ksherim. So you can't say that. Shwish and Nishbeis is different because there it's going Kenegad Aroid because Rabbi Shubham Levi said Rabbi Gamaliel said as Allah even Kenegad Aroid so if he said as Allah even Kenegad Aroid that's what Rabbi Shubham is bringing a raya that at least when you're going Kenegad Aroid you see that you're not believed period Amr Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Yechon said regarding the second case of the Mishnah where you have a Bas Yisrael she's not married and she's Meuberes clearly she was Nivala to somebody the Shailas who was she Nivala to to a Kasher or to a Apostle we have no idea she comes to Bezid and she says, Bori Li, that I was Nivala to Akasha. Machloik is Tanam. Rabbi Gamil and Rabbi Liazza say Namenes. Why? Two reasons. Number one, she has a Koyach of Bori to our Shema and it has to do with the Sugya of Bori Vishema Bori Adif. Number two, there's a Chazaka. The Chazaka says that she was always Kasha, so she's probably still Kasha. If she was Nivala to Apostle, she'd be Apostle. So the Chazaka says that she was probably Nivala to Akasha. Rabbi Shua argued, Rabbi Shua said, Now, Pasha, the mission is discussing the status of the woman, her Self. That's Meuberis, the pregnant woman. Is she Becheska's Zoyna now? Are we concerned that maybe she's a Zoyna or not? What about the child? To the extent that she was Nivala to Apostle, the child will also be Apostle. If she was Nivala to Akasha, then the child will be Kasha. So this Machlekes Tanam that we have regarding the Meuberis herself, does that impact the child or not? The Gemara briefly mentioned this Machlekes in Rafi Gimel and Aleph, and here the Gemara delves into it a little bit deeper. Says the Gemara, According to Rabbi Gemara and Rabbi Yezid that hold, that she herself is Kasha, Machsha Bebita, Child will be kosher as well. But if we have but according to Madame that says that she's puzzle, Paisalabita, the daughter will be puzzle. Fake the Gemara, says the Gemara, that's Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Laza, Rabbi Laza says, that even according to Rabbi Yechanan, that hold that she's kosher, it's only she that's kosher. But the daughter is going to be puzzle. Oh, my Rabbi, Rabbi said, my time at Rabbi Laza, what's Pshan Rabbi Laza that says that only the mother's kosher and not the child? So says Rabbi Laza, said Rabbi, very simple. Bishlema her isla chazoka de kashos. She has a cheskes kashos. Till now she was ksheir lekohuna. Now we have a suffix. Maybe she was nivelot to apostle. Her cheskes kashos will say that she's still going to be kosher. But Bita, this daughter, less lo chazoka de kashos. When this daughter is born, she's going to be born right into a suffix. She never had a chazoka of kashos because the second she was born, it was already a suffix, whether she was apostle or not. So being that she has no cheskes kashos, there's no reason for her to be kosher. Incidentally, this is a mafurish gemara where you see the reason Rabbi Gamliel says the man is not only because of Bari Vishama, but also because of the Chazaka. So clearly the Chazaka plays a very big role in Rabbi Gamliel's Shita. To such a big role, the Rabbi Laza says only she will be kosher because she has the Chazaka. Whereas the daughter, the child that doesn't have the Chazaka, the daughter won't be kosher. Says the Gemara, Ace won't be kosher. Ace, Rabbi Laza, Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Laza, that said, that even with Divriya Machshiba, ask the Kashan Rabbi Yechanan, who said that Divriya Machshiba, Machshiba Bita, but Medvar Mamuri made the Sisha from a Brysa, the Brysa 
says that when is a woman believed? But if it was Edus regarding the child, everyone holds that the child is going to be Shtuki. My life Shtuki Apostle. The word Shtuki usually implies that the child is Apostle. says, Shtuki means Kasha. The word Shtuki is Miloshin Mishaskin so, for example, the child that you don't know who the father is is considered a shtuki. Because when he says, Abba, he calls his father, they say, be quiet. That's not necessarily your father. So that's the idea of shtuki. Mishaskinus. So shtuki always implies some sort of pasos. So we have a b'risa that says, Mefurish, that even Rabbi Gamliel that says that the woman is kosher, but the child is going to be shtuki. So shtuki usually means that there's some sort of pasos over here. No, shtuki... It's true there is an idea of shtuki, but really, in terms of whether or not we assume the child is kosher or puzzle, we assume the child is kosher. So the Gemara asks, me, kashtuki, kosher, what does that mean? How could you be a shtuki and kosher at the same time? Says the Gemara, and one of the ten kayhanim left the group and he was boil a woman. And we don't know which one of the kayhanim was boil this woman. And then that woman had a child. Havlat shtuki. The child is a shtuki. So the Gemara says, my shtuki, what does shtuki mean in that memra of Shmuel? It doesn't mean that if one of the Kayhanim dies, this child can't come now and say, Oh, I'm a Yerush, I want a piece of the Yerusha. There's only a 10% chance that the person that died is his father. There's no way he's going to yashin. What it probably means is, What it means is, is that he's possible to do things that a kain ordinarily can do. Rashi says, He can't do the Yavayda, He can't eat Shumi either. And it's based on the Pasuk that says, And we learn from there, That the only time a kain is allowed to do the Yavayda is if you know exactly who his father is. But if you don't know exactly who his father is, in that case, he's not allowed to do that. So that's all Vlad Shtuki means. Vlad Shtuki just means, not that the child is a kosher, but being that we don't know who the father is, so it's for that reason, that even if we say Nemnenes and she's going to tell us, oh, I'm telling you he was a kosher, we believe her, meaning the child's not going to be considered an apostle, but let's say she takes it a step further, she says he was a real kayan. That was the Russian in the Mishnah. It's plainly the kayan, And he wants to now take truma and do the Ibadol. For that already, Shtuki. So that's Rabbi Yechman said. Really, the child is going to be kosher. What is the Bryce mean when the Bryce says the child is a Shtuki? It just means that we don't believe it to the extent that he can even do the avoid and take truma because there's a special halach of a hoysoloyu lazari achrav briskulansoylam that mishazari miyuchas achrav that you have to be zari miyuchas achrav in order to be able to do the avoid and in order to be able to eat truma. But as far as whether or not you're a kosher apostle, there it's posher. Every one is going to hold that you're going to be kosher. So this gemara you just can't go through this gemara without speaking at anything and. We have a very here. We have a Shaila, whether she was Nivala, the mother was Nivala to a Kasher apostle. So we have a Machlaikis Amiram, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yechanan, whether according to Rabbi Gamliel, that she's Nemenis, it applies only to the mother, or whether it would apply to the daughter as well. Do we say, Ladivre Amachshirba, Machshanami Bibita, or do we say, Ladivre Hamachshirba, Poisel Bibita? That's the Machlaikis Amiram that we have. And from the Gemara, it was very clear that the Pashtis was Rabbi Lazar. That the Pashtus was Rabbi Yechanan. Because the Gemara asked, My time of the Rabbi Lazar. So from the fact that Rabbi said, My time of the Rabbi Lazar, so it was clear that the Rabbi Lazar was the one that had to explain his opinion. Whereas Rabbi Yechanan said, That was more Pashtus. But the truth is, it's Sarah Beer. Because Rabbi Lazar's saying seems to make a lot of sense. What did Rabbi Lazar say? Pishlam, the mother, she has a Cheskes Kashas. So she has a Cheskes Kashas. Now you have a whether she became possible because she was never allowed to apostle or not. So we say chazaka that she's going to be kosher. But the child never had a chazaka. If the child never had a chazaka, why was it so posh to the Gemara? And what is Shita's Rabbi Yechanan that says, So there's a lot written by the Achreinim, the Gedele Achreinim, to explain Shita's Rabbi Yechanan and what exactly the beer and the machlekes between Rabbi Laz and Rabbi Yechanan is. Which is one pshat, and that is the Chef Shmeitzer, the Ktsois and the Chef Shmeitzer, and Shmeitzer Dalid it says that the pshat in this Gemara is a yesoid gadol in Hilchas Chazakis. And that is, it's true. There's no cheskis kashris on the daughter. The only chazaka you have is on the mother. But says the Ktois, once chazaka says that the mother was nivelled to a kasher, memela the daughter has to be possible. Because what's the suffix that maybe the daughter's possible? Maybe the mother was nivelled to a possible. The suffix is not in the bas. The suffix is in the mother. Was she nivelled to a kasher, nivelled to a possible? So once we paskin, the the suffix that the mother was nivala 
to a kosher, because she has a cheskis kashris, that psak will impact the halacha of the daughter, although we don't have a chazaka telling us that the daughter is kosher. Meaning, enachinami, there's no chazaka on the daughter, but there's a chazaka on the mother. And it's impossible, says the ktsois, to differentiate between the halachic status of the mother and the halachic status of the daughter. Because Maman of Shach, if she was never to a kasha, they're both kasha. And if she was never to a apostle, they're both apostle. And being that we have a chazaka, that's machria, the suffolk of the mother, she has a cheskis kashris. So we then are paskating the shaila, says the ktsois, that she was never to a kasha, she was never to a kasha. And the daughter also will be considered a kshira, although she herself doesn't have a chazaka. The Shmaitzah said this, to explain Pshad and Rabbi Yochanan in our sugya, and based on that, he said Pshad in a, a tshuva that was Marish Lomos in Europe many, 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 many years ago. The tshuva was written by the Maram Mivilna to the Goyen Reb Heshel. And the Shiloh was as follows. The Shiloh was, it was a shaykhet, that he had seven animals in front of him, and he shechted the seven animals, and he found that one of the animals was a trefa. He took the one that was a trefa afterwards was Nisarev with all the Ksheris, and now he doesn't know which one's the kosher and which one's the apostle. So ordinarily the halacha would be in that case, although roiz of the animals are kosher, but there's halacha of kol kavua kemechza amechza dami. And being that kol kavua kemechza amechza dami, we would have to treat all of these animals as suffix, kosher, suffix, apostle, and they would all be suffix, trefa. You wouldn't be able to eat any of them. What happened in this case was is that before the suffix was noilad, one of these animals were cut half, and the sheikh had sold half of the animal. And the shaila that was asked for Heschel was, what's the halacha regarding the other half that wasn't sold, that's in this taruvas now? Why would that be different? So the shail had a harifas. The shail's harifas was that although called kavua kemechzal mechzadami, but called the parish is miruba parish. So that's posh that that half of animal that was sold Wherever it is will be kosher to eat. Because that was parish meiroi. If of these animals were kosher, and called the parish meruba parish. So the shayel argued that once we're paskining on half the animal, that it's kosher because it's called the parish meruba parish, so maybe even the other half of the animal that's in the taruvas, that's really called kabur kemechza mechzadami, maybe that should also be kosher. Because how can you be mechalic between half the animal and the other half animal? If this animal is the trefo, then they both have to be possible. Elamai, you tell me half of it is kosher because called the parish, meruba parish. So that in itself has to be machriach that the other half is going to be kosher as well. And the Rebbe of Heschel, he discussed this in his tshuva and he came out that it's going to be kosher. Both are going to be kosher. The Prichodosh brings in his Sefer, the Yerdeya, the Prichodesh brings this tshuva, and he writes as follows, That all the people that discussed the Shailu weren't mechavin to the MS. It's all based on a toys that the Taz said, How can you have one animal that half of it were paskining as a treifa, and the other half were paskining a kosher? So there was some that said it's all aser, and there's some that said it's all mutter. Vikvar kasafti b'thnim shezehu toz gomur biyadatas ubiyad kol oimrim came. V'chen aminuk poshut af pekeves echod lahater mashenim kirkvar upirish v'leser mashenish bechanus shadayin loy pirish v'chol shiurei chachamim kachu u'mishayin emerikain. And then the prichodash he concludes very dramatically that any pesik that doesn't paskin like I said lo yada beisa veheter bein yeminoi l'smoyle. He doesn't know anything about Yerudaya. It's 100%. Says the Ktsois, I have a raya from this sugya to the Psak Halacha of Reb Heschel. Because in this sugya we see a Chiddush that man de nami bebito. Now the Gemara suggests, what's Pshan Rebbe Lazar? Rebbe Lazar says, no, man de machshe bebito. Because although the mother has a cheskis kashris, the daughter doesn't have a cheskis kashris. What's Pshan Rebbe Yechanan? Pshan Rebbe Yechanan must be that the cheskis kashris of the mother is machriya the suffix regarding the daughter as well. You see that once there's a chazaka on one thing, as long as the two things that we're dealing with are the same shiloh, the chazaka on half the shiloh would have to be machriya the suffix on the other half of shiloh. So just like the chazka sa'im works for the bas here in Ksubas, you're given on the base, so too says the shef shmaitso, the colder parish, meruba parish that you have on the chazi behemo would have to work even for the other chazi that wasn't parish, even for the other chazi that was kavua. Just one other thing, and that is, the achredim take this a step further,
further that it could be. Once Pshat then a Rabbi Loza, the Shmeitzel was Masber of Yechon very nicely. That once the Chazaka is Machria, the Halacha of the mother, Memela, it's Muchra the Suffolk regarding the daughter as well. Could be Rabbi Loza holds the Chazaka is not Machria Sveikis. In other words, it could be the Machloik is Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Loza. Is, is Chazaka Machria? It tells us exactly what happened. Or Chazaka doesn't tell us what happened. Chazaka just tells us what to do. We have a Suffolk. We don't know what to do. So do whatever the Chazaka suggests. But not that the Chazaka is giving us any insight into the actual incident, into what actually happened. If Chazaka's machria, the suffix, it actually is mevara, the facts of the story. So then, once you have a Chazaka that is mevara, the story, you have to be consistent. You have to say that. That's what happened. That's what happened. So it's going to impact even a chilek of the story that doesn't have the Chazaka directly influencing it. But if Chazak is not Machriya the Suffolk, it doesn't tell us any information regarding the story. It's just the Halacha in Shulchan Aruch. That you don't no idea what happened. You don't know what to do. So go, Zilbas the Chazaka. So it could be it's not a problem to say that the mother that has a Chazaka, Zilbas the Chazaka, whereas the daughter that doesn't have a Chazaka, there you won't say, Zilbas the Chazaka. Alright, so we continue the la- bottom line of that Fidgimulam and this. Ahu Aris Varusas, it doesn't look at Yosef. There was a couple, a husband and a wife. They were Aris and Arusa. There was no Nesuin, but they were both and they came before Rabbi Yosef. She was Meuberes, and he, w- and the Shiloh was who's the father. He, Amra, she says, Mine, my Oris is the father. Vahu Amr, and he said, In Mina, yeah, I'm the father. So Amr Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, he said, this is the easiest question I've been asked in a long time. He said, Lamai Nechuz, what exactly is the Shiloh? So why exactly are we fighting? So he says, I'm the father. She says, He's the father. He said, There's no Shiloh. But then Rabbi Yosef added one piece that the, that the Amiram got all excited about. He said, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Mashmullah, Lachik Rabbi Gamliel. That Lach is anyways like Rabbi Gamliel. Meaning, even if you would be arguing, and you would say that I'm not the father, still we wouldn't be worried that maybe she was never to apostle, because the Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel, that if she says, Bari Lee, that the husband of this child is, or the father of this child is a kosher, then we always believe him. First of all, there's no Shiloh. And besides, even if there was a Shiloh, she's always in a menace. said, Whoa, you're stelling too. She does Rabbi Gamliel to this case. Meaning, you said that even if he would have been Maida, it wouldn't matter, because the Allah is anyways like Rabbi Gamliel, it's not true. Because if I'm a Shmuel Rabbi Yehuda, Shmuel to Rabbi Yehuda, Shinin, sharp one, Halacha, Rabbi Gamliel, Dialachas like Rabbi Gamliel, Va'at lo yisavid, Uvda ad the Ikar Reif Ksherim. However, only Paskin like Rabbi Gamliel, if there's a Reif Ksherim Metzla. But if the Hacha, but over here, Reif Psula Metzla. What does that mean? That although it's true that Halachas are Gamliel, only Paskin like Rabbi Gamliel, if most of the people that she jadesach with are Ksherim. So then, you have not only her Bari, and not only her Cheskis Kashris, but there's also the Reif that's supporting her. It's only of then that you should pass him like Rabbi Gamliel. But in this case, there's Rabbi Sulamatzla. Because the question over here was not whether she was Nivola to a Nasan or a Mamzer or a Kasher or a Nanju. What was the question over here? Whether she was Nivola to her Aris. If she wasn't Nivola to the Aris, that she's an HSH that was Mazana, she's also a Baila. Most people are not the Aris. So this would be equivalent not to Rabbi Ksherim. This would be equivalent to Rabbi Sulam. Zabayah said that Rabbi Gamliel wouldn't be a Tushta because Rabbi Gamliel only said as Allah, where again, in addition to the Bari and the Chazaka, the Rav is supporting her as well. This Rav Ksherim, but not like Rabbi Shua ben Levi on that few Gimel on the base. But if it was Rav Psulim, then that wouldn't be the halacha. And this is an example of Rav Psulim. So he told him back, "Lutamech tikshi lachi gufa." Ask another kasha. Halacha va'atloi tavet uvda. How exactly do you understand what Shmuel said? Halacha k'rabbi Gamliel va'atloi tavet uvda. Doesn't make sense. Elamayis lachlemeimer. What it probably means is holikatchila hadiyeved. He meant to say that. Although it's true, halacha k'rabbi Gamliel va'at leisavet uvda ad the ikar reiv k'sherim etzlo, it just means the katchila leisavet uvda ad the ikar reiv k'sherim etzlo. But really, halacha k'rabbi Gamliel, even if it's reiv psulam etzlo. What's the difference? Lekatchilo, only if it's Reb Ksherim, but Bidiyevet, let's say she would marry a Kayin, that even had it been Reb Sulamats, we would still believe her, and it would be Kasher. Here she's married to the Aris. So this would be an example of Bidiyevet. The Shaila is not, can I marry this person? I'm already married. Do I have to get divorced from this person because of the Kshashta? Maybe I'm a Saita, maybe I was Nivala Tachas This is an example of Bidiyevet. So therefore, over here, although it is Reb Sulamats law, and although it's true, the Rabbi Gamliel said as Allah, but it was only the Katkhila that he said as Allah by Reb Ksherim. But Bidiyevet, he said as Allah, even by Reb Sulam. Rami le Abayi le Rava. Abayi asked Rava. In our Mishnah, we had a Machlaikis again. A woman was Nivala. The Shailas was she Nivala to a Kosher, Nivala to a Apostle. Machlaikis, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Gamliel says in the Menace that she was Nivala 
nivelah to a kosher. Rabbi Yeshua says, "Loy mipiyonu chayim." We assume that she was nivelah to a pasuk. Afraid to gemar miyam. Rabbi Yeshua in an amenes. Is it true that Rabbi Yeshua said that she's not believer? Aminu, I'll ask you a kasha. Hey, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yudah b'mseiro almonas isa shikshero likohuna. There, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yudah b'mseiro. This is the next big buzzword here in the first parak of Masechtas Ksubis. Almonas isa is kshero likohuna. So, what exactly is an almonas isa? So, there's two pshatim in Rashi here, and the sugi Rashi's first pshat is we're discussing an almana that's like dough. Just like dough, there's a taruva, of a whole bunch of dough that you make uh, challah with. The, just like dough, there's a, there's a taruva, of a whole bunch of different ingredients. So, so too, this woman, there's a lot of different shailas halachically regarding this woman. Specifically, Rashi says the case was, is you had a woman that was a Suffolk grusha. How do you become a Suffolk grusha? So her husband gave her a get. The halach is, he threw it to her. If it's Karav Law, she's Megureshes. If it's Karav Loy, she's not Megureshes. What if it was at the 50-yard line? It was literally Mechza Mechza. So now she's a Suffolk, Megureshes. A Kaya now married her. A Kaya is not going to marry a Grusha. If a Kaya marries a Grusha and has a child, the child is a Chalal. She was only a Suffolk Grusha. So a Kaya married her, had a child. This boy was born. This boy is now going to be a Suffolk Chalal. A woman now married this Suffolk Chalal. This is great, it gets better. A woman now married this Suffolk Chalal. He now died. So she's an almana of this Isa, this man who's a Suffolk, whether he's a Cholo. Now, why is he a Suffolk if he's a Cholo? Because there was a Suffolk whether his mother was a Grusha or not. So that when his father, who was a Koyim, married his mother, was he over the Isser for a Koyim to marry a Grusha so that he's a Cholo? Now, she's an almana of this man. If she was married to a Cholo, she herself becomes a Cholo. She would not be able to be married a Koyim in the future. However, if he wasn't a Cholo, that she never became a Cholo, She's an Amana. Amana's allowed to marry a Kayan. She did not become a Chalala because maybe he wasn't a Chalala. So then she would be able to marry a Kayan as well. So the Shaila was this Amana's Isa, this woman who was married to someone who was a Suffolk, whether he was a Chalala or not. Why? Because we weren't sure whether his mother was Megaresh or not. Could she marry a Kayan or not? Rabbi Yeshua said, and Rabbi Yehuda and Messerah both said, Eidos, Shehi, Ksheira, it's a Mishnah Masech, this idiot, Shehi, Ksheira, Lekohunash. She's allowed to marry a Kayan. What was the Shiloh? The Shiloh was, how does this shim with Rabbi Yeshua and our sugyo? Rabbi Yeshua says, Let me pee on That even when she's barely, even when she's barely that I was never allowed to a kosher, still we say that she's becheskas, maybe she's possible. So how come here Rabbi Yeshua allowed this almana to marry a Kayan? Amalesi told him, Hachi hashta. No, no, Shaykhis. Hasam over the Ishan, this is by Dekes, Venises. We can assume that this woman, before she married this man, she probably did a little research. She spoke to the Shatchanim, she asked information to find out exactly who this man was. If she married him, women usually don't marry Psulim, so we can assume that. He's probably a kosher. But Hoch over here, Isha Mizana, Bidek is a Mizana. Does a woman speak to the Shatchanim and ask information before she's Mizana with somebody? No. So the Mishnah over here is discussing a woman that was Mizana. So then, Kubish was Mizana to anybody. So we have no reason to assume there's no Umdana that supports the fact that she was Mizana to Akshayra. Whereas in the Mishnah, Mesech is idiots, where she actually married this man, the Almana did. She was an Almana, she was her. She was his wife. So there we assume that she probably looked into it before she did the Shadcha. Oh, my Rava. Rava said, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua, Kasha, Dura Gamliel, Dura Gamliel, like Kasha. He had a Kasha, a steer in Rabbi Shua. You don't have a steer in Rabbi Gamliel, but Tani Sefer. But we learned in this Sefer, Amal and Rabbi Gamliel, then Rabbi Gamliel said, Ki Balnu Eidushchem, Rabbi Gamliel himself chimes in in that Mishnah, and he says, I hear what you, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Yudam, are saying. That Almanas Isa is Ksheru Laguna. I'm a Kabul Yuredis. Avo, but I can't pass him that way. Manasa, Shari Goz, Rabbi Yechem, and Zach. Not to issue this psakalacha through a bezin. Because kiyadam afrumas, and they're going to listen to you to go away from people. They'll never rely on this hetter. So it was because of that that Rabbi Gamil said that to the contrary, we have to paskin that an almanas isa is actually puzzle. So the Gemara's kasha is we have a steer, not only Rabbi Yeshua, we have a steer in Rabbi Gamil as well. Because Rabbi Gamil, who's machmer in our Mishnah, by almanas isa said, and Rabbi Gamil, who sent a medicine in our Mishnah, he was the one who argued with Rabbi Yeshua. So we have literally between Rabbi Gamil and Rabbi Yeshua. In our Mishnah, 
Mishnah, Rabbi Gamliel is the Mekel, Rabbi Shua is the Machmer, and in that Mishnah, Masech Tzidius, it's the opposite. Rabbi Shua is the Mekel, Rabbi Gamliel is the Machmer. So Elam Rava, Rava said, because this stira is a stira on both sides, Sai on the Rabbi Gamliel level, and Sai on Rabbi Shua level, we have no choice, but we have to say Pshat in this Mishnah differently. Meaning, to be Miyash of the stira, we have to say as follows. The Rabbi Gamliel, the Rabbi like Kasha, why? Hasambari, Hachasheba. The reason Rabbi Gamliel says that she's believed in our Mishnah is because she's a Bari. Again, relating back to the Hakdama that we spoke at, here's a Mephurish Gemara. The Rabbi Gamliel said she's Nemenis because of the Bari. On your Gimelamid base, we had a Mephurish Gemara that said that she's Nemenis because of the Chazaka. Here we have a Mephurish Gemara, she's Nemenis because of the Bari. It's a combination of the Bari and the Chazaka. But either way, Rabbi Gamliel only said that she's Nemenis when there's a Bari. But by Amonasisa, she herself doesn't know. She's also a Shema. She doesn't know whether it was Karav Loi, Karav Law. So being that she too is a Shema, that's why Rabbi Gamliel said that she's not going to be Nemenis. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua, Nami Loi Kasha, to answer the steer in Rabbi Yeshua, in our Mishnah, it's only one suffix, whereas in the Mishnah Masechtis Idias, it's two Sveikas. Rashi speaks out, it's a little bit of a misnomer, it's not really two Sveikas, there's no Svek Sveikas, it's all one suffix. What's the suffix? Whether the mother of this Esau was Muguresh, whether it was Karavla or Karavla. What we mean when we say two Sveikas means that we're discussing right now that the Amana marry a Chalol, but the suffix was never Noilat in the Chalol himself, it was one step removed, it was in the Chalol's mother. And somehow that's a Kula in Hilchah Sveikas. So what's the bottom line, Shaila then? Hilchah, Rabbi Gamliel, Alam Bari. Rabbi Gamliel holds that the Tainas Bari is the Machria. And therefore, that Filo Bechat Sveikah Nami Machshah. Therefore, even in our Mishnah, where it's Chat Sveikah, the Shaila, was she herself never allowed to apostle or not? So it's going to be caught. She says, Nemenis. Fekile Shemo, but he doesn't like Taina Shemo, so that Tafilo Besvek Sveik, in the case of Amonasisa, being that she's a Shemo, even though it's a Svek Sveik, the suffix itself is more Kuladig, Nami Apostle. The Rabbi Shua, according to Rabbi Shua, Olam Lechat Sveik, he says, one suffix is very Chamor, therefore, Afilo Bebari, Nami Apostle, Fekile Svek Sveik, in Mission Idias, he's more Mako, being that it's a Svek Sveik, meaning the suffix is one step removed. Even though it's only a Shema, Nami Machsher, it's going to be Kosher. Alright, so we had a Machlikis here in the Mishnah Masechtis Idias regarding an Almonas Isa, which, as we saw, means the Almona of someone that's a Suffolk Kosher, Suffolk Apostle. And the question was whether she, this Almona, being that she was married to the Suffolk Kosher, Suffolk Apostle, do we look at her as a Chalolo? Because maybe she was married to a puzzle so that now she would be also to marry a Kayin, or being that it was only a Suffolk puzzle, Suffolk Kasher, maybe she was married to a Kasher, in which case she wouldn't be a Chalolo, she would be allowed to marry a Kayin. As we saw in the Mishnah Idias, it was a Machlaikis, Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Gamliel. But whereas in our Mishnah here in Ksubastafid Gimelam and Aleph, Rabbi Gamliel is the one that says that Menes, he's the Mekel, Rabbi Yeshua is the one that's Machner. In the Mishnah, Masechtis Idias, it was the opposite. Rabbi Gamliel is the one that was Machmer, Rabbi Yeshua is the one that was Mekel, we just saw in the why Rabbi Gamliel was Mekel in our Mishnah, Machmer in the Mishnah Masechtis Idias, it's because in our Mishnah she's tining Bari here in the Mishnah Masechtis Idias, she herself doesn't know. Rabbi Yeshua, to the contrary, was Mekel in the Mishnah Masechtis Idias because it's what Rabbi Yeshua referred to as a Svek Sveikah. The Suffolk wasn't Noilad in the Isa itself, but rather in the Isa's mother because she was a Suffolk Grusha, as opposed to in our Mishnah where it's not Svek Sveikah, but rather it's Chad Suffolk. So now, on the topic of Almonas Isa, we have an Amid of Gemara that technically is digressing from the core sugyas here in Mesechtis Ksubis. What is the definition of an Amonas Iso? So we're discussing a woman that was married to a Suffolk Kasher, Suffolk Apostle. What kind of Apostle was he maybe? Not a Mamzer, not a Nosin, nor was he an Evet. What type of Suffolk was he then? Says Rashi, he was a Suffolk Cholol. Because if he was a Suffolk Mamza, Suffolk Nas, and Suffolk Eved, you would not have the halacha of Almonas Isa, the halacha of Rabbi Yeshua that says, Almonas Isa is Ksheri Lakuna. The Gemara will explain. Omer Amir I heard the same thing, that any Suffolk that is not a Suffolk Mamza, Suffolk Nas, and Suffolk Eved, then the halacha is if a woman was married to this person, she is Kosher Lakuna. Otherwise not. The Gemara is 
can ask, what's her mayor adding that the Tanakama didn't say? And finally, there's a third sheet in the Bryce Rabbi Shimon Alazo, Oimer Mishim Rameir, Vechen Oimer Mishim Ramanasi, Oimer Kidvarov, Ezehu, Almonas Isa, Kol Shenitma Ba Safik What's the definition of Almonas Isa? Safik which also seems to support exactly what the Tanakama and Rameir said. That if it was a Safik Mamza, Safik Nasin, Safik Evet, it would not be Almonas Isa. Almonas Isa is Dafka, where it's a Safik Cholol. And then he concluded, the reason is Makirin Yisro Mamzerim Shebeinayim, Ve'e Makirin Chalolim Shebeinayim. We are aware of Yidin, are aware of, there's a Kol when there's a Safik Mamzer. However, there's no Kol when there's a Safik Chol. The Gemara is going to ask, Rav Shem Benassi seems to be contradicting himself. Because first he's saying that the Almana of a Suffolk Chalol is kosher. And then he says, which would seem to imply that when you have a Suffolk Chalol, we have no reason to assume that he's kosher, in which case it's a Suffolk, so why in the world should you be kosher? So the Gemara brought a Brysa. The Brysa is difficult, as the Gemara will point out right now. And because of that, the Gemara is going to completely amend the Pashup Shad and the Brysa. And that's really what takes us until the Mishnah. The Brysa said, What's the definition of Amonasisa? But it was a Suffolk Cholo, it would be kosher. Meaning, the Isa is a Suffolk. She's the Amona of a Suffolk. What kind of Suffolk? Not Mamzer, not Nasin, not Eved. Rather Cholo. How come if this Amona would have been married to a Suffolk Mamzer, Suffolk Nasin, Suffolk Eved, she would be Posolikohunami Suffolk because these are all Isurei Deiraisa. So she's a Suffolk. Chalolo on the Deiraisa level. Cholo Nami Deiraisa. Cholo is also someone that's Asimei Deiraisa. So that if a woman marries a Cholo, she becomes a Chalolo Deiraisa. So what's the difference? Vesu Amar Ameyer. Another cash on the Bryce Ramayer said, Shamati Kosha Imba Echemi Kolelu Masing Likohuna. Hainu Tanakama Ramayer is repeating the words of the Tanakama. Vesu and a third cash on the Bryce Ramayer. Shamati Kosha Imba Echemi Kolelu Masing Likohuna. Hainu Tanakama Ramayer. Vesu and a third cash on the Bryce Ramayer. Shamati Kosha Imba Echemi What's the definition of the Manasisa? Safik Cholo. And then he concluded, Makirin Yisrael Mamzerin Shabinayim. The Yidin are aware of the Safik Mamzerin. The Imakirim Cholol Shabinayim. So the Gemara's Kasha is, Va Amrit Reisha Cholol Kosher. First he said, Ezoya Manasisa Kosher. Which sounds like the almana of a Suffolk Cholol is kosher. Then he said, Makirin Yisrael Mamzerim Shabinayim, Makirin Chalon Shabinayim. So if Makirin Chalon Shabinayim, then why is the almana of this Cholol kosher? To the contrary, it should be possible. So the Gemara asked three very obvious kashas on this price. Number one, the Tanakama, what's the difference between Almanas Isa if it was a Cholol, if it was a Mamzer Nasan and a Neve? They're only Surah De Raisa. Number two, what did your mayor add to the Tanakama? And number three, Reb Shimon ben Elazar. In Bishem Rameir or Rab Shimon ben Manasya, they both said the same thing, but they seem to be contradicting each other whether the Amonas Isa, the Safik Cholol, is considered Amonas Isa or not. So, Amrab Yechanan, Rab Yechanan said, because of these three questions, we have to amend Pashupshan and the Brysa. And you have to say the Brysa is talking about something completely different. What's it talking about? Mamzer Tzaveach, the Cholol Shoiseik, Ikobeinaya. We're discussing a Safik Cholol. But a Suffolk Cholo or a Suffolk Mamzer, we are, when people call this person in question, hey, Cholo, come here, or Mamzer, come here, the person shows it. It's quiet. And the question over here in the Tanaim was the fact that that person is Shoisik, is that Shtika Kohida, that he knows the truth, that he is really a Cholo or that he's really a Mamzer or not. But Rabbi Yechman just added two words that the Rishonim are a little bit bothered with, but we'll learn the Pashup Shah, which is what Rashi says, and that is we're discussing where he was a Mamzer Tzavech for Meaning, it could be, if this Suffolk Cholol, when you would call Cholol, would be Shoisek, maybe that in itself wouldn't be enough of an Umdana. Because maybe he's just being quiet. But we're talking about someone where if you would have called him a Mamzer, he'd be Tzavech. So if you'd say Mamzer, he's Tzavech. He'd yell, no, I'm not a Mamzer. But when you call him Cholol, then he's quiet. So that's already a basis, is Raglan Madover, that maybe there should be some sort of Shtikr Koydos. Rabbi Yechonon said that we were discussing in this price and not a typical Amanas Isa of the Mishnah Masechus Idias, where we have no idea. But we're discussing, we're, when people asked him, are you a Cholol? He was Shoisik. And that same person, if you told him, Mamzer, he would say, Bech. So now the question is, the fact that he was Shoisik when you called him a Cholol, is that a Raglayim Lodov that really is a Cholol? Or not? So it says, the Gemara, Rabbi Yechir, Mamzer, Tzavech, V'cholol, Shoisik, Ikbeinayu, Tanakama, Sava, the Tanakama said, Kol, Pasol, the Korile, Vishasik, Pasol, that any time there is a person, where if you call him apostle, he's quiet, we assume that he really is apostle. This is what the Tanakama said. What is an Amonas Isa? 
who's Ksheru Lekohuna, because she only married a Suffolk, that's Kol Sheinba. Look how much he's changing the Braisa. Kol Sheinba, Loi Shtuk Mamzeiras, Veloi Shtuk Nesinos, Veloi Shtuk Avdei Melochim. And although in the Braisa he didn't even mention the word Cholol, Veloi Shtuk Cholol. So that there is no shtika kaida. Only then is he a suffolk with Allah is Amanasisa. Vikamali Rameh Rameh responded, Hanukhu the Kapasalibikal. No, I disagree with you. That the only time I say shtika kaida is if it was either a shtuk mamzer, a shtuk nasin, a shtuk avdim lach. I mean, if you called him a mamzer, he was quiet. You called him a mamzer, he was quiet. Or if you called him an evet, he was quiet. Only then is the Allah shtika kaida. Avul shtuk chalo, but a person that when you call him a chalo is quiet. Kasher, there's no shtika kaida. I. Why was he quiet? If I'm not a chol, and somebody calls me a chol, I'm going to tell him I'm not a chol. But he said, because the shows from the like, who cares? A chol doesn't impact Allah as much as mamzer does. If you're a mamzer, so you have problems. You can't get married. There's a lot of issues if you're a mamzer. But if you're a chol, nishkeferlach. So a mayor said that although you Tanakama say, where somebody calls you mamzer, nasa, nevet, and chol, I disagree with chol, because I think chol, there's no shtika kaida, because there's no umdina from the fact that he was quiet, because he's not really so concerned. Was the Tanakama, the Rameir. Shimon Waza comes and argues with the Tanakama, the Rameir. Tanakama, not the Tanakama that argues with Rameir, but the first Shitas Rameir in the Spraisa, as opposed to his own Pshana Rameir. And he's the third Shit in the Spraisa. And he said, Ishmielach, the Machsha Rameir, Bishtika. If you heard that Rameir said that there's a certain Shtuk that's going to be kosher, a certain Gam, that if you call that to a person and that person's quiet, Rameir holds that you don't say Shtikudaydah, rather the person's going to be kosher. It could be, it's true, but loy de karli chalo v'shasik. It's not a shtuk chalo, but to the contrary. El de karli mamzer v'shasik. Ah, you'll ask me a question. Nobody wants to be called mamzer. If the shtika kaido, when you call a person chalo, kavachayimer, there should be shtika kaido when you call a person mamzer. Because it's much worse to be a mamzer than to be a chalo. No, there's a fakert, there's a counter into it as far. Vaide shasik sovem, mamzer kalo yisleh. No, the reason is, like he said in the Bryce, makirin yisroel mamzerim shabeneim, ve makirim shachalo beneim. And being that makirim mamzerim shabeneim is that reason that there's no shtika kaida, there's no umdra for the fact that he's quiet. Because he'll say, oh, he's calling me, everyone knows I'm not a mamzer, because Makir Yisrael, Mamzer should be named. So if I was a mamzer, the code would be at I mean that there's no code that I'm a mamzer, that's a raya that I'm not a mamzer. Avo mamzer vitzoveyach, the cholo v'shoyisek, but if it would be a cholo v'shoyisek, then the halacha would be, apostle, v'hai de'ishik, why was he quiet? Sover mistayad loy mafkile mikol, because he doesn't think it's such a big deal. So therefore, he is so the shtuk mamzer wouldn't be a raya, the shtuk cholo would be a raya. So either way, the Gemara just made sense of the b'raisa by being moitzi, the b'raisa midei pshutai. We're not discussing the almonas isa. To the contrary, we're discussing examples of when it wouldn't be almonas isa. Almonas isa is, is when you have a suffix and you have no way to be machriya the suffix. The b'raisa is discussing a case where you have a way maybe to be machriya the suffix. And what's that way? Where when you call the person chalol or mamzer or nasan, he's quiet. The question is, do you say shtika gaida or do you not say shtika kehaida? Says the Gemara, there were two b'raises regarding in the Salacha. Tani Chadeh was a Braiso that said, Rabbi Yaisi, Yomer, Shtuk, Mamzer, Kasher. If you call someone a Mamzer and he's quiet, he's Kasher. Shtuk, Cholo, but if you call somebody a Cholo and he's quiet, Puzzle. Shtika, Koyda. V'tani Yidachan was a Braiso that went the other way around. Shtuk, Cholo, if you call somebody a Cholo, Kasher, there's no Shtika, Koyda. Shtuk, Mamzer, if you call somebody a Mamzer, Puzzle, then there is Shtika, Koyda. And the Gemara says, like Kasha, Hotan, Akama, Libid Rameir, Harub Shimon, Allah, Libid Rameir. This Shiloh, of whether you say Shtika, Koyda, Dafka, by Cholol, or you say Shtika, Koyda, Dafka, not by Cholol, is this Machloikis Tanam over here of how to read the Brysa.